Pennsylvania, seven o'clock. Tuesday is in Hamilton, New Jersey, seven thirty. Wednesday right. is in Hudson's, uh, the town in uh, the Hudson Valley at seven. Then H Hudson is in New York or New Jersey? Oh, I'm sorry. It, it's New York. It's in okay. the Hudson Valley. It's like yeah. going uh, on the way to uh, Great Barrington. Then Thursday, Great Barrington, Massachusetts. Okay. Friday, it's in Dover, but it's it's uh, for the clients and alumni of that facility. Saturday, Sunday is open to everybody. And then and it's, Saturday, Sunday is where? In Dover, yeah. Oh, is that Massachusetts? No, New Jersey. About Dover, a half hour from the uh, uh, from Newark, New Jersey. Okay. Okay. So that's that's Three minutes from the city. Yeah, you can okay. take a train there. You got you. All right. So that's the whole thing. One whole week you're gonna be there, right? One whole week. Yes. All right. Cool. All right. So we're uh, not gonna have any meetings Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week. No zooms. No zoom. Right. It'll be in person or not at all. Yeah, I can't. I'll be. We'll be driving and stuff and. Uh, during the times uh, we do the Zoom, so we okay. once did a Zoom drive-in. It wasn't didn't go that well. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it did. Yeah. All right. When so we did the Zoom drive-in, yeah. And we lost. Yeah. So we're not going to do anything. All right. Yeah. So I'll see you in Doylestown on. And then we're going to have an all-new non-duality when we get back. Oh, we are. We're going to dye it with the East Coast flavor. Yeah. Cool, cool. So, <laughs> yeah. so we're going to be creating something new. Well, we're going to study that uh, the part of De Niro and Taxi Driver. You talking to me? We're just going <laughs> to and ask who is the me. Yeah. <laughs> Watch that sequence over and over again. You okay. talking to me? Talking to me? No. <laughs> That's going to be yeah, lot of being, so so being non-duality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have it, you lose it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You snooze, you lose. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, remember that guy almost attacked me at that meeting in Great Barrington. Oh my God, he got so he was so angry, and he had, I don't even know for why. I know. I thought he was gonna jump me, but I knew I had. Back up. Yeah, you did. We we're ready, man. Me and Mike were ready. We we're in the back way. <laughs> yeah, that news. Yeah, the news sometimes is breaking bad. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It didn't land too well with him at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. why when I go into any place, I make sure I know where the exits are. Yeah. Yeah. People man. look out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in, the early days, in the early days. Because uh, my non my AA stuff was getting tinged with non-duality, so uh, I'd speak on a Friday night, and everyone sort of liked it. Saturday they started to think about it. Sunday they was fucking pissed off, and I'd have to leave. I could only <laughs> take like three days, like in like Dallas or Houston. It was a little too much. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I asked you after the meeting, I said, what do you, how do you feel? Or what do you do when someone acts the way that guy acted? Cause he was because being so obviously like, uh, 
such an obvious malcontent. He was really like puffing and pouting. Yeah, whatever, you know. And then you yeah. said, well, I had so much practice in the AA, in the Bay Area, because so many guys, people would get pissed off after a while hearing the message. They didn't like it. They wanted the traditional more. Yes. Know. Yeah, I had it a lot. When you walk in a room and everyone's sitting like this, leaning not as just... back as possible, you know it's going to be like ice breaking for about an hour. You got to break through the ice and then try to get something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's why in a weird way a recovery meeting is a lot easier because you're not questioning the the pieces of the game board so to speak you're just trying to move the pieces to a different squares yeah that right. can pretty that can go pretty easy but when you're questioning the boot or the eiffel tower not trying to give you advice of how to stay out of jail free and monopoly or get to boardwalk and bypass spiritual bypass right. uh you know the fucking monroe place or whatever uh it's that's all right because it's in the it's in the system itself but when you speak outside the system uh the system uh it, it, get, uh, it gets upset in some time yeah. It does, you, know, you, know? you ever see, you ever see, there's a, a very nice, um, it was on Netflix. It, it was called the wild, wild country. It was like yeah. a documentary on oh, Raj, Rajneesh in Oregon. When the people, the Rajneesh people were building that place. And there was a lady Sheila that was running the uh, daily affairs mm -hmm. and Somehow, and they were right, they were building, gonna build like a city, uh, like a utopian type thing, very great idea, ideal, and everything. And there was a little town called Antelope right next to where they were building it. Mm -hmm. And the little town, uh, they would interview some of the people in Antelope, and out of let's say four interviews, in two of the interviews, they said the exact same thing, which is. I use I get afraid of what I don't know. So yeah, basically, yeah. Rajneesh and those people didn't do a good enough job of telling the people what was up, and the people came to their own conclusions and they flipped out. Yes, right. So right. This is, you're going to run into the the state of affairs is is going to become defensive when it doesn't know something or something doesn't fit into its paradigm yeah right, right, right. I was you just present a path and you present it's going to take a whole lot of time the head can adapt to that quite easy yeah right, and right. It can even sign up for it because it's totally into becoming something else as self it is it will sign up 40 years of becoming it just doesn't want to be something other than self yeah right it flips out and it's good. It's a good sign when it does. If everyone was getting it, I'd be really worried about the message. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, to, to be real, I'll be quick, but to, to be honest, like when I first read Ramesh and Wayne Lickerman, you know, it, it bothered me too. Like, I mean, not, you know, I was already a seeker, so it didn't matter. Like I had to deal, you know, it wasn't about, just rejecting something outright, but it did. It didn't sit well. You know what I mean? It, yeah, it's so. Yeah. 
Well, the thing uh, is, let's say the seeker is established. Let's say you've been on five different paths, but you've been the seeker in every path. Yeah. Right. Right. So there's a familiarity. And so it gets used to seeking. It finds a great home there because it knows you're never going to arrive at where you already are. So it has a great insurance policy and it will sign on to situations that it may take lifetimes to produce an effect because it's going to be the one that's doing it all the whole time. Yeah. So when that seeking meets non-duality, it either has to make it into something or it splits usually. Yeah. Because it's boring. Right. Yeah. It doesn't see anything in it. It does. Right. It can't get a big reflection of itself. It's not going to be the main topic and it's not a process that's going to be taking time and space and it's going to be completely dependent on you to get it or not to get it. Yeah. This yeah. is a whole different ball game. So non-duality gives you nothing it's just it's just here and you're hoping it's there so to speak so that you can be the one who tries to get there but it's so here it becomes in a sense if truly delivered it becomes threatening to the system because the system can't it can't fit itself around it and it can't fit the non-duality around itself yeah it just right. sounds bogus. Have you heard people when they, uh, you know, they they see this as an out, so they don't have to, you know, deal with their alcoholism because there's no one who's an alcoholic, yeah. Right. And so now they're a drunk non-dualist. Right. Yeah, it's just the same shit. It's just like the pig has been, you know, lipstick has been put on the pig or a snake you know legs have been added onto the snake it's not yeah the elephant is still inhabiting the room well well it's still like this is still rooted in conceptual like thinking it's not like a well yes of course all seeking is in a sense so what i would want to say like is but along the way you know and but you know you you were one of the most powerful ones to deliver the message for me but was that something hears it and does recognize it yes and then it doesn't really matter if the mind understands or not because this yes, is over- unless unless there's that strong identification as the mind because mind matters in the act of being identified as that yeah right, right. okay yeah it doesn't matter, but mind matters if a certain condition is in place. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. And this is the beauty of it because instead of looking at everything from that condition, non-duality allows you to look at the condition. Yeah. And then right. the clarity of understanding of non-duality brings a, a very clear light to the misunderstandings we've just taken to be so, you know, we're just living as if these are like truths that are indisputable like i'm me and whatever yeah i'm the doer of the actions and all this it brings into a new light that sort of uh shines on the misunderstandings in a way that it's sort of like when a dog's trying to understand you and it does its little head move you know you start doing things like that because it's a 
it's not fitting the mental logic. Thank God. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. the mental logic is what brings all the dissonance a lot of times. I mean, that's exactly. Where... So it doesn't fit any of these systems. Right. It, brings in, it brings them into contrast. And right. I hope, uh, you know, we supply some spiritual shoes here. And if the shoe fits, wear it. See what happens. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, because, yeah. I got your ear for a minute. Just, so if you are going through, let's say, you know, the, listen, the understanding has landed enough that the remembrance is fairly steady, but you go into some situation and it doesn't really matter. Like I, I liked what you said a couple weeks ago. It doesn't, when the remembrance it doesn't really require that you remember all the time. Like it starts to not even matter that much in a way, you know what I mean? Like you well, yeah. find yourself back in the same place anyway. But I just noticed like with certain changes, I told you a few months ago, like I felt like my life was going to change or things were going to change and it was going to have to be change and growth. And that's sort of been the case. And, and I feel like along the way, you know, I'll just be frank, like it's a, it's a new relationship and it has different, you know, there's some. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. John. Yeah. Yeah. I so, didn't know it was a relationship. Yeah. It was a new relationship and it, it requires <laughs> different things, you know, like, so. Yeah. You don't see some things don't get come out until they're stimulated. Right. Like, you know, yes. like some, and, and I've noticed I'm going through like, little peaks and valleys of like the old, like that old feeling of those all oh, that touched a wound or all oh, that. Yeah. You you're know, outgoing that shit. Yeah. It can be uncomfortable. It can be uncomfortable. Exactly. And it, you know, but, to a who? People, but to who, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. Right. Exactly. This is oh. this, how this is the action figure when it outgrows something, you know, there's a familiarity the feet tried its best to fit the shortness of the, the shoe. Right. And, you know, adapt to the uncomfortability. And when you take it out, it's that familiarity uh, makes it sort of stubborn. But as soon as it starts getting walking around with much more cushioned shoes, it's going to adapt quickly to the new condition. But there is a, as the action figure, what this is dreaming in time so things happen yeah they're, right. they're, they're, they're the cause is a timeless thing but how they express is through time so the action figure grows into shit and outgrows shit yeah right yeah yeah and so it's nice that you're willing to face life and then call the relationship and you'll see that you can face life successfully. And that's going to enlarge in the scope of the action figure lens, which is good for it. Yeah. It's, and would you, would, would it be wrong to say, Paul, though, would it be wrong to say that it's also the understanding or the remembrance is, is pervade is like pervading that the action figure more and more. For sure. That, See, if presence is the influence, you don't have to remember presence because it's present. Yeah. Right. You remember right. shit that you think is not now. Yeah. Right. But presence is a sense that overrides the mental thinking. Yeah. So the right. thing telling you something is not here now gets overridden by the sense of presence. 
the I am doesn't need to be remembered because it, it, isn't, it isn't I was, what you would be re remembering would be an I was. And what you're hoping for would be I, an I will be, but it's I am now, presence, yeah? Right. So the remembering is just to fool the head and then there's a loss of interest in the head and then your own uh, bouquet from I amness is presence, you're, you know? Yeah, right. so that touchstone for you to remember is ever present. So there's no remembering. Right, it's already there. Yes. So this is like a, a knowledge, just like that story about, uh, you know, you have a house, you've been living there, you just got up and you go to work and does going to work make you forget you have a house? And do you have to remember that you have a house while at work? Yeah. And if work went overtime, would you be more apt to forget that you have a house? Or if you worked in a far, far away location, would that convince you you don't have a house? No, you'll probably have a feeling you have a house. Yes. Okay. So this is the thing. Like I, I get that, and and I felt that it's a beautiful feeling because obviously the mind's failed so many times in trying to hold on to like a position that it feels like it has it and it never works. So like, it's, I love that analogy with the house because it is something deeper that gets this and doesn't need to keep remembering it mentally. But what I do notice is, in, is just that in certain situations, the old yeah. sense of, of, of claimership and of, of, of attachment or, whatever it is that, you know, the ego, not, I don't know if the ego is a great word, but the, the seeking of validation or whatever it may be. And then you think, I try to think, that's the key word there. I try to think in a, so like, okay, let me non-duel my way out of this. And it doesn't yeah, work. Of course. Again, because it's uncomfortable, let's say, you go to what you think you can rely on. So it's the thought system. You don't do that, the head does. And so this is trusting the finite self instead of trusting the infinite. That's a level that happens. It's not you. It's a level that happens. And on that level, skillful means a helpful. Yes. So, so when you outmatch and you're in, a, you're in, a, you're in a, an affair that you can't practice the principles that you believe you have, then you right. limit your affairs or you do some tricks, you know, like, yeah. Can you, and so that would be like surrender you always talk about and serenity prayer. Right. That's what we used a lot in recovery is serenity prayer. It's a beautiful thing, which is, you know, hey, give me the, uh, you know, the peace to accept things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And there you yeah. go. So, yeah, all you need in a way when the head is building momentum, you just want to, throw a wrench in the works yeah so the way you just described it and correct me if i'm wrong but like we're not really trying to have new beliefs here but no but faith, but faith is important because i feel like what you described is a little bit is in a sense faith in a sense of the faith, faith yes yeah but yeah. it's faith enriched with being convinced because right. it's faith, faith in reality mountains out of molehills but faith in mountains are unbelievable, yeah? So if the faith is in something that is truly reliable, 
which is the source of existence called uh, the I am. Yeah. That yeah. faith is going to produce effects, but the feeling and everything is going to be much different than the faith in false evidence. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So, so you combine the two. You're, gonna, you faith, you're not, but faith is going to combine with truth. And there's a lot of power there. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. So, but see, I think the Course of Miracles captures it as level confusion. We try to capture it with the, if your house is on fire, you're getting super hot, you don't chant, there is no house and no fire, it would be better off to get a pail of water, yeah? Right. Yeah, and then after the fire's out, you can see who's the fire starter, and then the whole fucking fire starter fire, and the reactions will drop, you know, break up, you'll see something. But while the, while you're feeling super hot, and the fire house is on fire, you need a pail of water. Or there's another way. Yeah. If there's some shit going on and there's flies swirling around it and you keep saying there's no shit, but the flies are still there, you better fucking get a shovel or something. Right. Yeah, and move the yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't try and non-do it away. Like, just no deal way, with it. it doesn't work. It doesn't Has work it at work? all. It actually makes it more frustrating because then it feels exactly like, yeah, yeah. You get caught up in more mind games. Something you know? when you're dealing with something, sometimes you deal with another something. Right. You don't try to deal with nothing. If you're making if the something is real and you try to use nothing, it doesn't work. Nothing <laughs> is to see nothing is real. It's not to make something you think is real unreal. It's right. seeing nothing is real. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's different. This is why it's very frustrating for people because they believe they intellectually get non-duality, but it's not translating any way they thought it would, like traveling lighter and shit. So then it's like again, maybe not believe yourself, but believe the flies. If the flies are still there, there's shit. <laughs> right. And just deal with it. it just don't it's, play a any good, it's a good indication. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's, it's fine. Right. Yeah. You've right. got to render unto Caesars. What's Caesars? You're appearing yeah. in Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, this place is unbelievable. This place is there's someone upset sometimes, oh, well, I couldn't, why did I uh, seem to sink down to, to the old way? But then who's really the one that holds on to the upsetment with that? See, this idea that you went into old ways is the one that what's, wants to permeate the new ways, yeah? Uh, okay. Just so trying to get in through the old door to get into the new apartment. Yeah, just... <laughs> uh, just yeah, yeah, you get a feeling of it after a while. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah, it has bogus papers. <laughs> it doesn't even <laughs> look like you when you listen to its description of you. It's just completely, yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah. just a, sometimes it's a weird feeling to know that you can be totally detached and yet still totally at the same time fully in something, but it does feel like a little foreign as a human being because it doesn't feel like that's what's going on 
in most people. And sometimes I feel like, yeah. I feel you know a little bit- It feels like a human being toward the human being because the human being, the head is constantly looking for a complete get out of jail free card. Right, yeah. Yeah, it wants to have done, it wants all these, it wants all the fruit, but it doesn't want to pick any weeds, so to speak. It wants it right. to be all, everything great for me, as just me, just as I am. Yeah. It's not that way. This is traveling lighter. It doesn't say everything is fucking incredibly great. It means no. you travel lighter through whatever life has in store for this experience. That's all. Right. Yeah? It's not about trying to control and create a certain experience that you're going to hold on to or get rid of. It's all back in the old ways. Look at all the people who made up utopias. What happened to them? Yeah, it didn't end well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this place is, is the dominion of this place is dualistic, yes? Right. Yes. When you want one thing, it tends to attract the opposite at times. Yes? Yeah. So basically, this isn't, I got to stop wanting. This is an easier, softer way. Just see that what that is wanting isn't you because you're not going to stop wanting. <laughs> that thing ain't going to do it. So you, if, if it's, it's already set up the requirements for you never to succeed. Right. When it says uh, you got to live without any expectations, you're going to fail in about 20 minutes. I'm expecting this meeting to end at eight o'clock, hopefully. And then it goes over it. And so therefore I'm disappointed. My expectations weren't met. Yeah. What I do is I just don't see there's anyone there. It's just, it just works. I'm telling you. The other <laughs> didn't work for me. I do not believe you as a mental condition can beat the, the paradigm of the mental condition. Yeah. 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 Right. Just right. see what happens. Even to this day, I lose something. I misplace it. I think someone stole it. In like a second, the head comes in, goes, someone stole it. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> like right. You could be practicing mindful, extreme, <laughs> master, master, philosopher of mind, mindfulness, it's still going to beat you. <laughs> what's practicing mindfulness is after. It's an effect right. of all these mental causes. Right. Yeah. Yep. It's reacting to you felt like someone stole it. Yeah. And so now you're calling up, you're asking your friend, Let's, I want to find who stole the car. And then you just forgot where you parked it, actually. <laughs> And then you know one or know your friends. This happened with us. Your your car, truck was a beater. No one's gonna steal your truck. <laughs> Fucking, you'd be better off if they did. You'd get more money from the absence of it than the truck. So this whole you're gonna get before that. No. You're gonna tame that reaction. Give me a fucking break. But in the scene, that but you, said you see, scene it's not you. Right, hmm? seeing that it's not you. That's like- And the fact that, is there is not you. It's not like I got to imagine there's no you. No, you cannot see a you. Ah, uh, so that's a different it's way of putting activity. it. You tell me where you see you doing it. No, there's an assumption. And then the mental state pictures you as a body. 
and it remembers that body as you. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see shit. Right. Yeah. There isn't yeah. a self selfing. There's selfing that implies something, and something takes that implying and pictures it as, pictures it as a you, a body, a you. And now that body carries the representation of being the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the taster, the toucher, the one who had the expectations, the one who was disappointed by not getting the expectations met. Yes, you right. now become the depository of all this claiming. And you're right. walking around, you're not much, but you're all that you can think about. It's in fucking incredible. You're not much, and it's all you can think about, right? And and it's yeah. a and it feels like a lot of weight because you everything of is it, because it is a lot of weight. It's mental right. weight, right? You're carrying yeah. everything. You're carrying every experience you have, every reaction you have. It's all belongs to a you, which doesn't even exist. Jesus, you're carrying a past around, right? Just think that long. And that past, you're projecting a future of the same fucking quality, right? Knowing. Yeah. The knowledge that you're not that is that really the word travel the phrase traveling lighter is really a great one because it actually is putting down all of that that the well the you hit it did. right there. There's an acknowledgement it's you're not that because right. you're not that. Right. Because you're not that. Not because it's you not think like, you're it's <laughs> you're acknowledging the fact there is no you. That's right. based, you're not making up the fact. You're not trying to make it a fact. You're acknowledging it, yes. Right. Now, you used the thing, you made a very quick, like, synopsis of self-inquiry about a few months ago. You talked about Ramana and the who am I, and you, you said it's so simple. Like, you, it's like, who am I? And then the answer, the way you described it was like, it was so stark. I mean, obviously, like, and I don't know if you can remember that. I know it's yes, like, but see, that was people who wrote Ramana's teachings. I think Ramana only wrote one thing in his own dialect that was right. an obscure thing. But a lot of the people who got a lot out of from Ramana wrote about his teachings. And when right. one of them, and more than one, was describing the self-inquiry, because obviously a lot of ideas come up. Anytime you're introduced to something that seems to be a little unusual, doesn't fit into a pattern, yeah? And right. then people want to make it a practice or an order or something you got to do always. Well, he says, the, who, the one who's asking who am I is not thee, and the one who is, be asked, who is being asked is not you. So it's a negation of this dualistic aspect of self, which is that which is being observed and the observer of it, yeah? So that right. which asking who am I and that which is is going to try to respond to it, neither of them are you. The That's thinker, the the, it. it's a, the thinker it's or like the thought, right? It's like a missile strike of negation. Right. Takes like out are, two targets at once, yeah? You, so the you missile are, comes out and gets two targets at once. I've heard you describe it also as like the thinker and the thought of, right? Kind of the same type of thing, right? Like this negating the thinker and it's negating the thought of. 
which well no really in this case it's the observer of all the thinking that okay. casts itself sometimes as the thinker and sometimes as the thought about or sometimes as the witness or sometimes as the observer right yes it's right. a negation of those two it's not the thinker and the thought it's the thinker and the observing of the thinker yeah uh yes that's that's so, the that's like the policeman aspect you know like that's the it can be the policeman aspect that gets emphasized now the the observed self when that the thief is there it's just trying to deny and distract itself so it can just do what it's doing because it's willing to pay any consequence tomorrow to get a little bit of relief now. So right. a policeman would be the biggest fucking party pooper that could ever walk <laughs> into the situation. The last fucking thing it wants to hear from is the policeman. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but then when you start seeking, the policeman becomes a big part of your- Well, know, yes. Then you know. purity, then- <laughs> You know, I've got to be perfect. Right. Uh, no thought. That's all policeman jargon, I feel. Yes. Right, right, right. <laughs> because it knows it's impossible, so it's just going to berate you constantly. <laughs> and it loves, it's like sadistic. It likes to hit you with a baton occasionally. And, you know what I mean? And it yeah. just has you doing more, more, right. more. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good, man. Thanks, Paul. Man, it's great talking to you. <laughs> look yeah. forward to seeing you. Look forward to seeing you on uh, this week. Oh, great! Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you, John, too. Yeah, great. Thank, Thank you. you. And I hope when someone asks a question, we very rarely give a, a an answer to the person. It's just riffing, right? Right. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Mike, if anyone. Anybody want to raise their hand? I want to say hello to Anu. There she is. Anu, how are you, honey? Kerry, John, Craig, Craig May, he's playing. I don't know. Uh, Craig doesn't, I don't know if he's going to spring the uh, the corner on us today. That's all right. So who else? Well, you got two I'm, hands. You got two I'm hands up. Who? You have two hands up, David and oh. Kathy B. David right. down under, Kathy B. Well, let's start with Kathy and then David. Okay. Hi, Paul. Hey. Uh, I was wondering, I've been trying to uh, stop distracting myself. So my, my drug of choice has been the internet and YouTube for uh, ever since YouTube was released. And uh, lately I've been, uh, so I've been doing that challenge on and off uh, for the past 10, 12 years. And uh, lately over the past, past months, I was a little bit successful at uh, not watching YouTube videos as much, but the difficult part is that I really feel miserable when I don't uh, numb myself. And uh, and I'm uh, I was wondering if you have any practical advice to help me go through that uh, period. 
again, I'm a big, uh, proponent of service. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're trying to get out of something that you're not in actually. And with the, all the zooms and now you're trying to get out of the zooms that we're trying to get out of the other thing. Yeah. That you're not in. And I don't think it would be helpful to give you the third thing to try to get out of this and this and this, but to lose a little bit of interest and attention in that pursuit by putting it on to somewhere else, to someone else. Yeah. Like uh, if you could do, I go to an animal shelter and feed some of the animals. You fucking, you would forget your whole situation probably. Yeah. Yeah. So just because when you're in the in and out, that's a bigger in. Yeah. So you're in wanting to get in out that out you're wanting to get into is part of the, a bigger in, so to speak. If you could just, instead of trying to get in and out, just have the attention distracted and go out of this in and out pattern, I think you'd feel a lot different. So I recommend service. If you're feeling like you're trying to stop something that is a way of escaping from that fear of being in, yeah? And then you feel miserable when you stop that, I would, it's a perfect, diagnosis for service in my view yeah not service to people you know and have underlying relationships and dynamics but like to strangers yeah yeah go do some service like when i used to go to uh i remember i went to sai baba sai baba's ashram a, a great teacher in india in the early, in the 90s, I immediately just, uh, because I knew about service in AA, yeah, how important it was for people that have a, a closed loop that they seem to be in constantly, which has a lot of desires of outs, but it's just one big in. So I would go into the kitchen and just do service, yeah? And it was difficult to be thinking about myself with these big pots fucking coming in with with all the doll and shit like that and the chives i was fucking so busy i couldn't think about myself and it felt fucking great <laughs> it felt great and i had camaraderie and some of the people i was working with in there became out we became roommates and we stayed there for a month and uh it just works so if you're feeling miserable by trying to stop that let's say addiction just sounds like you know addictions are not that unique it's not how the mind how the mental state expresses the addiction it's the addiction itself so i figure the answer that we have in recovery is quite suitable to you which is service yes it will pull the attention and interest out of this in and out going on yeah it will and you'll feel different and once you can feel what it would be like out of that thing, it may motivate or produce some willingness. Yeah. If you getting out of this thing that was being used to get out of another thing, it's going to be the same, you know, 
you're in the same, uh, yes, you're in the same movement, right? But when you feel out of those movements, that can, that can trigger a lot of willingness because you get a free sample of what it's like to be out of these things, yeah? You're not getting that sample by getting into something else to get out of something else, yeah? Service is just, a, I think it would work pretty well. Yeah, yeah. So that would be my suggestion. I'm not going to tell you to stop doing something. You can use, you know, do it as much as you like, and you can use all that activity and ask yourself, who is it that's doing it? That's valuable. But for some uh, relief, I would say service. Yeah, there's plenty of opportunities. These people I knew in AA, what people would do, and they weren't up such a spiritual ass, they had a question if they were selfless while they were doing the service or not. They just did the service. And they would go to the city on Thanksgiving in America, there's a holiday called Thanksgiving, and a lot of people who aren't doing well, aren't having a great day. And they would go and deliver food to people, yeah? free food. And man, the relief they felt, they were bright as hell uh, when you'd see them after that, you know, that night. Yeah. So there you go. Light will be get more light. But if you're searching through a method of darkness to get to the light, another method of darkness isn't going to help really, I feel. Yeah. So there you go. Thank you. Yeah. All right, David. Hi, Paul. Get, hello, everyone. Um, I didn't know how I was going to start this off with a question or whatever I wanted to ask you, but when you were talking to John before, he um, he said something to you like that you were doing a meeting or something a while ago and someone, um, you know, didn't like what you were saying and they, let's say they sort of, um, I don't know, call it mental abuse or tried to mentally abuse you yelling at you or whatever you know obviously there was no physical abuse i, I don't think but anyway that i i go through i i perceive that i go through that with someone in my life um like pretty often towards me and um oh, hang on no let it out bro just let it out it's not you And it's, it's like hard to cope with, it's like. Sounds good. You, you sort of said that you had a practice through IAs. Coping, coping with that. And my way of coping with that in the past is to retaliate, you know, get, getting angry or physical, which I really try not to do anymore. And I think this has taught me that that's not a good thing to do. But I still really struggle with it. 
that I understand I want to do. I know that I actually know that it's not me, the real, like it's this, this body that they're directing it at. So sometimes that can, you know, it's like puts up a shield and I can, and I can cope a bit then. But um, generally I can't. And anyway, that, that's all. Well, it's not that's all, bro. It's out now. So a power is available to reconfigure that, eh? It's not in your domain. You shared it, so. Yeah. This is something we go through in AA, and one of the observations you'll see is that you, you learn that you can life successfully, yeah? This new power flowing in, a sensing of a presence, and then you start learning that you could face life successfully. And maybe in your case, you won't physically retaliate. Yeah. And then it will, and that whole beast can change and, pe and be put to a different use in your life. Yeah. Yeah. But first, it's nice to have it, you know letting it appear so it can start to disappear, so to speak. You holding it back doesn't work, eh? So there you go. I think I'm happy you have feel safe enough here to share it. It's great. Yeah. You know, we had a... There's a thing that they talk about in recovery that we are, you know, that uh, we're, some of us are incapable of having a viable relationship with another person. So you could say that's, could be a pretty defensive posture, yes, or a fragile or hurt something condition. Yet, and I raised my hand, I felt that, and now I don't, yeah, over time. Yeah. So as the Course a Miracle says, there are no sins here. They're just mistakes that can be corrected. Yeah. So yeah. Anger is a very powerful force in the right hands. It can make a lot of it's made a lot of meetings in AA. People would get angry at a person at another meeting and start their own. So anger has a has a lot of power. It's just how it's directed. The mental state wants to direct it like that direction of when I thought I lost something, someone stole it. You know what I mean? It's like one of those knee-jerk fucking things, but it's volatile and physical. And you may lay your hands on somebody. Yeah? You got to learn methods that to not allow that to get that far. And then let's see what happens to the underlying causes and conditions. When they change, the behavior is going to change, yeah? It doesn't go that far, Paul. I, I actually haven't laid my hands on anyone. Like it, it doesn't go that far, but it's like the days or day days afterwards, it's like this guilt trip. You know, it's like it fucks with my head. Yeah. 
We call them emotional hangovers. I, yeah. I, I was introduced to, that, introduced to them after reco in recovery because usually I'd be loaded when I acted out and it, I would just get more loaded. When I didn't get loaded, those three days of hangover, emotional hangover, really uh, was a teaching to the action figure. It just learned uh, that payoff cost ratio sucked. And I started to behave differently, literally. Yeah. It's weird yeah. because it, like you say, you were loaded. Like, I don't drink. Like I wasn't drunk. I don't, yeah. I don't do drugs. Um, but I've got some addiction. I'm obviously loaded on something. <laughs> well, listen, man, let's just see how it goes. And uh, thank you for sharing. Yeah, no, yeah. no worries. Yeah. Thank you. And there's a lots of people who have uh, similar tendencies in this, in this place since these meetings. And I'm sure they wouldn't mind chatting and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thanks, David. Craig May has got his hand up. Craig. All right. Craig's, is it Craig's corner or is it just going to be Craig? Let's see. Hold on. Oh, no, I think, well, you got your PJs on? <laughs> I do, actually. I just wanted to um, um, share. My just when I was out on a walk yesterday afternoon, and where I live here, um, I walk everywhere, and there's a few different sort of ways to go. And I've done all the walks around here, I've done hundreds of times. And every time I go out for a walk, it's like I'm doing the walk for the first time. It's just such a beautiful feeling to do that. When you're going over a track that you've been over dozens and dozens and dozens of times and it's like the first time, it's beautiful. Anyway, I was out on a walk yesterday and I, was, um, I noticed there was a woman walking a dog and the dog was about, um, it was about 20 metres in front of her and I spotted it just as it was a few metres in front of me. It was a beautiful mid-sized dog, a beautiful black coat Gorgeous looking thing. You can tell it's um, how, look, how well looked after it is. And it spotted me. And as soon as it saw me, it, its tail just went off and it started looking around on the ground. And it was looking around on the ground and it picked up this twig and it, it walked across my path. It didn't come up to me. It walked across my path and stopped me. And it put its um, body in head against my legs quite forcefully and it was just uh, uh, this beautiful warm exchange and the dog gave me the twig it had, its, had in its mouth it was like a gift I assume and he just or he or she just stood there and was wagging just wagging the tail and the warmth the warmth that came through was just just, uh, it was just, I'm just, I can just feel it now when I'm, when I'm uh, talking about it. It was just so gorgeous. And I, I went, I just bent over and gave 
uh, the nice, you know, rub under the neck. And, um, and then I stood up and the dog was still there. It was still literally pushing itself against my legs, not forcefully, just gently. And it was just uh, lovely. It was just, <laughs> it was just such a beautiful little exchange. And then the person who was walking the dog went past and she said something. I didn't pick up on what she said. It was nice, something nice. And she went past and the dog stayed, stayed, and then it decided it had done its thing and it, and it, <laughs> it did a little turn and up it went. Gave me a little look as it went, as it went around. It was just beautiful. Such a lovely little exchange. Just a little further on, <laughs> I spotted um, about, again, about 20, 30 metres in front of me, there were, the, uh, there were new parents, a mother and a father. Um, they had a pram, but it was a lay-down pram, you know, so there was obviously a baby in the pram. And the, and the guy was putting on um, one of those vests, you know, those vests they put on your chest where you can carry the baby on your chest. He was putting, he was in the process of putting that on. Anyway, as, as I got up towards the, uh, towards them and I was passing them, the woman was just, she was um, leaning down into the pram and she was picking the baby up. The baby had its eyes closed and it was irritable. Obviously that's why they were taking it out of the pram to put it in, you know, to try something else. As she was lifting the baby up, I swear to God, this fucking energy, whatever, it just feeling hit me. And it was, this baby was uh, maybe a couple of weeks old. It was just tiny. But it was that thing that this, this child, this beautiful little innocent baby, who hasn't been indoctrinated in any way, shape, or form yet. And it just let off this, I don't know how to explain it. It was like, it was like being in the, pres the presence of something fucking awesome. It was an incredible feeling. And I actually I actually felt my heart just do, do a little, a little flutter. Do you know what I mean? And I involuntarily um, sort of went, you know, like I, um, um, I don't know. It was just, it was just awesome. It was the power that, I don't know, I don't, it seems so ludicrous to put a word on it, but it was just, I've never felt anything like that before. And it came from that little, that little helpless Baby, <laughs> it was grizzling, you know, and it just that thing, that energy just lifted off and just, and it just in a split second, just as I was going past, it happened in a split second, like that timeless, it's like it stopped, you know, some time. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, like time stopped, you know, it was just. Incredible. It was just like that. It was like being in the presence of something fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. From that little helpless little child. I mean, Jesus Christ. That was beautiful.
That was really beautiful. It gives you a sense, <laughs> a sense of the fucking immense power that we are. You know? uh, we've got, as <laughs> the action figure, I mean, if we got anywhere near, if we, if we got anywhere near an inkling of the immense fucking power that we are, our brain, our brain would fry. The action figure just can't go there. The action figure's brain would just, it would fry to a crisp. Do you know what I mean? We just can't fucking go there. It is so far fucking beyond our pay scale, but you can get a little fucking hit, a little hit, you know? And I got a, a, that hit from that little, that helpless little baby. Uh, Jesus Christ, you know? <laughs> It's that fucking power in the pause, you know? The pause says so much. And that there was a just an exquisite pause in that moment. Just so beautiful. And yet that's what we are. That's what we all are. That 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 thing that is so <laughs> so beyond our understanding which is us. It can be quite beautiful to contemplate. <clears throat> Even though it's futile, it's completely futile to contemplate because we can't get anywhere near it. <laughs> Yet it's still beautiful. It can be beautiful to do so. So yeah, there you go. <clears throat> that was my uh, little walk yesterday afternoon. Oh. Please. These things show up every day, every day. Yeah. Well, Craig, now is when the camera slowly zooms out of Craig's corner and goes back to the other squares of the zoom. With a little <laughs> smile. We always leave with a little smile when we leave Craig's corner. <laughs> Next week. But now, ah, Vakis. Well, I've got to say, man, it's, it's lovely to have, to be able to come here and, and share it with a, with a group of people who I think um, I really appreciate it. And that's, um, you know, the beauty of that's not lost on the action figure. Um, I really think so highly of this community and what's on offer here and what, and what, what goes on between us all, you know. I think at times here, that power that I, was, that I was talking about is here, it's present here. It's that space that's being held by a bunch of action figures that are unaware of it, actually, because it's not coming from the action figure. It's yeah. us. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like uh, the action figure is looking for the lit match it dropped in the light of our space. Yeah, it's sort of funny. Hey, I really, uh, you know, you're going to become a syndicated show on Zen Bitch Slap. We're going <laughs> uh, to find a time slot for you. We're going to have a 
Zen Bitch Slap committee meeting and we'll get in, back in touch with you. <laughs> we don't know when. We'll, we'll uh, yeah. We'll maybe first, uh, maybe with a 15 minute, but we're going to guarantee you'll have an hour in a year. That was <laughs> uh, just glad to be of service. Thanks <laughs> uh, nice to see you, Craig. Really, thank you. You too. You too. Mike is, uh, where are you? Oh, there he is. Mike, anyone else? Uh, no hands right now? Nope. Hmm. What is, what, uh, there's a statement in recovery, unsuspected in a resource. And so now for many of us here, it's, a, it's suspected. Yeah. That's all the, that's as far as you need to go. It's suspected. If you try to know it, you're going to be disappointed because ultimately you are it. So the highest level of understanding is that it's suspected. <laughs> and it's a huge difference than unsuspected. <laughs> it changes the traveling for sure. So, yeah. In other words, that which wants to go to the, you know, the three yard line before the goal line of knowledge, you've, you've used it, it's done its job at suspected. That's as far as it needs to go, yeah? Then that will become revelatory. You don't wanna have a higher power or, or a power of your own understanding. It's, <laughs> you wanna have a, a power of its, of its own understanding. Yeah. Therefore, in your suspecting of that inner resource, that power, downloads are going to occur. And that power is going to reveal its, itself through this. Yeah. And you may come to the conclusion that it's you. Yeah. 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 Completely still the mystery, but you. Yeah. So I'm happy to be here. So anyone else? Nope. No. Well, if you want, we can end if you like on that note. Yeah. I'll start saying goodbye and see where it goes. So we got John, my uh, bug man. We got Mike. Nice to see you, Mike. Uh, yeah, we. Did you get that thing from Vita I sent you, the the uh, flyer? Great. Yeah, I put up the one that Jacob did, but that one was not formatted to do well on the on Zenbitch oh, lab. All right, so just put out the info, though, from Vita, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Great. All right. Kathy, nice to see you again, honey. Yeah. Let us know how things go, eh, if you don't mind. Yeah, let us know how things go. Sounds good. Thank you. Yeah. Carrie, as always. Greg, Minnesota. Feeling all right, bro? Yeah. I'm feeling really good. Great. Thanks. Anu. Any excuse for me to say the word anu, I'll try to use. It's good to see you, Paul. Good to see you, honey. Emerson, Long Beach. 
he was approaching God through the playing of God. Yeah. Marty, nice to see you, bro. Thank you for all the help with the uh, videos, the Wi-Fi. William, I'm hoping everything's traveling a little lighter, Will. Yeah. Great. Dennis W., nice to see you. Sherry, as always, thank you. I think you're coming up here soon or whenever. Yes. Shannon Corkery. I just like to say Shannon Corkery. <laughs> I do. When I'm feeling whatever, I say Shannon Corkery and everything changes. Pretty good. David, thanks, bro, for sharing. Yeah. Really. Hari. Hari. We'll have to talk, yes. Miranda, there she is. I hope it's still going well, babe, yeah? The power stays focused, get in the habit of being sober, hallelujah, yeah? John L., nice to see you, John. I'll see you this coming soon. We're gonna be here on Saturday and we'll be here tomorrow but next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday won't be happening next week. Saturday will, but not Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, Mia, she's driving again. She's all right. We got Paula. Nice to see you, Paula. Alan Olson. I'm going to be meeting Alan live in Sicily, I hope. That would be nice. Pita. Nice to see Pita. Angie, yeah, I'm going to have a chance of meeting Angie in Sicily. That's going to be cool. Yeah. You know, it's only a seven-hour drive to Toronto down to Dover. You can always come to uh, New Jersey. My last friend, remember, uh, uh, I forgot his name. That's how I met him, a friend of Tommy and uh, what a never mind he drove from toronto when, when i was in dover chris chris nice to see you john s florida uh kathy b we got that we got this uh we got deborah in alberta nice to see you deborah susan k my latte lady grateful dave always a pleasure to have you guys here hey um thanks and I hope to see you tomorrow if uh, we got the thing at 10.30. It's 1.30, I guess, other time. 10.30 Pacific. And then Saturday, 1 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. Hey. Uh, Wait, when do you fly? Hmm? When do you fly? I fly uh, Sunday. Sunday morning. And then I'll, then uh, yeah, 